keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, suck attach, son. It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And you teeth look like two tight too, Billy. And you book a match with me. That's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? <laughs> total. Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome everybody to Total Life and Marks. I am the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain event. Joining me as always, Sergeant Slaughterhouse, Scotty Chaps. Woo! What up, brother? Zach Attack himself. I'm here as always. And we haven't had a guest on in a while, just a pure comedy guest on in a while, and we're excited to have him back. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him from Reality Bedroom, Mike Lawrence. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, from Sammy Guevara to me, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> you think, is Sammy good enough, do you think, to get a match at a mic? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm like the size of a golf cart now. <laughs> well mike we're glad you could be on you yeah, know when, for having me. when we look at when we looked at the 10 count and the topics this week we thought this is really a mike lawrence episode yeah we said what <laughs> we said what could make this sadder <laughs> how about a guy who wakes up from a blackout with gliz on his chest <laughs> oh i like i like the nice pool well, I, 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 I cheated. Somebody just brought that up somewhere else. Was it Evan? <laughs> yes. Evan loves Grizzlor. Who is Grizzler? Uh, he, he was a uh, part of uh, Hordak's army in He-Man. Oh. Uh, sounded like What's a Smoky Mountain guy. Sounded like a Smoky Mountain wrestler. There was such a pause after Mike told you that answer, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I had to under I had to like comprehend like, the language. Like he watching just a teacher try to relate to Adam Lanza, <laughs> the life of all the pigs he slaughtered passed him by. <laughs> uh, Scott's gonna come back as a pig. All right, it's time for the ten count. Number one, ah, man, this is hard to put on a ten count, but Shad Gaspard passed away this past week from uh by all accounts he was a super great guy his his last act was saving his kid when the coast guard came uh, you know i had to put that on uh, up front uh <laughs> it's just super fucking sad there's really nothing to say about it. scott you have a dead dad why don't you comment like i don't know what to say uh yeah i mean woo yeah that's that's a tough one man um God damn. Uh, you know it's Tim summer. Diamond? Do you remember Tim Diamond? He's a comedian. Yeah, I remember Tim. Yeah. So so his dad died that way. It was Tim's birthday. What? Yeah, it was Tim's birthday and 
So the dad took them to the beach for the day to celebrate Tim's birthday. Tim was like four. And, um, and his brother started drowning and his father saved him and he drowned. Oh my God. And at least in that situation, you know, like, it's clearly Tim's fault, you know, that it was his birthday. But but in this situation, it's just like, who do we blame? You just got to be upset, you know? I tried to make uh, something of it. I'm sorry. It it was Venice Beach, which is Hulk Hogan's build hometown, so. Oh, gosh. We should... I want us... Do you think the older guys are finding a way to blame Russo for this? <laughs> <laughs> the animosity they have towards Russo, man. I mean, I hate bro, him too, but bro, Jesus. I know he died in the ocean, but everybody had something to do. No, they're not. Everyone's they're like, not Russo jumped the shark again. No one's, no one's blaming Vince Russo for this because it wasn't done on Jerry Springer first. this was this is like yeah one of the saddest stories um you know i i i I saw like like a mark henry post where he was like warrior award and stuff like that um which i think is i I get it 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 makes me feel uncomfortable that we're trying to somehow get the wwe involved in that way um they, they never give that award to anyone who's worked in the company that's what I'm saying. That's what's weird about it. It's like, it. it they should. by doing that, you're like you're acknowledging that he's not in the Hall of Fame. Like he's not in the Hall of Fame part. I don't know. It's very very weird to me. Um, also, yeah. All I know is it's a very sad situation, and my heart goes out to uh, you know his family and and all those guys. <laughs> know him. It it shows how much things have changed in ten years. Like if you explain this story to a black person who doesn't know about wrestling you're like one of the members of crime time passed away <laughs> i know uh i mean their their act was like like stale in the time like they were good at it but it was like they're basically they the living color. I think that that's what sucked is that it was a it was kind of a you know it was a racist gimmick <laughs> there's yeah, no way around it was yeah. it was the homeboy shopping network on a living color but yeah yeah, this, especially because I don't think they even spelled crime time right. I think they no, like, it's with why. Uh, As in, why is this happening in twenty in two thousand nine? It's just uh, it's it's so funny. It's it, it's just such a Vince thing to do. It's like, oh yeah, a guy who in real life saved his kid from drowning and also stopped a robbery and also seems to be loved by every single person on the fucking internet and everyone I knew in Venice Beach who knew him personally really liked him. Let's make him a, a criminal. A criminal. <laughs> yeah. Let's especially, you know, you, you look at his physique. I mean, you look at the photo that day of him at the fucking beach and you're like, this guy's a force. I how do you not for a second try to take him seriously, you know, like during his run there? It's it's so it's they did. Shame. They did. They gave him a little bit of a run, but like everything else, and if you're if you're not a handful of people, if the run doesn't like start on fire. You know, that's it. Yeah. Fuck. You're right. Number two, Martha Hart. Ugh. Guys, we're sorry about this episode. I'm I'm getting this out of the way in the beginning of the podcast, guys. Yeah, then we'll be talking about something less sad, like Otis's title push. 
<laughs> yeah, so I, I, saw the I thought the episode was terrific. Shout out to everybody who put that show together. Uh, our buddy Evan. Uh, I, I think it's like what you know that and the Von Eric episode and the Her- I, w- I love the Herb Abrams episode too, but that that's for because it's kind of like light. Uh, but I, I thought they did a fantastic job, and and they were able to you know in three days. Because I don't know about you guys, like every time I heard Owen be mentioned by WWE people or Owen's Owen's wife, they like, they threw some, sh- they threw like weird shade at it each time, but they kind of villainized her. And I don't even know what the angle, were they saying like, like, it, were they saying she was like an ambulance chaser? Were they saying, I don't know what their fucking warped angle was, but. Well, this became the, the thing time, of like. It, I, I watched this episode and I thought to myself, it would be hard to work for that company after seeing that episode. It's it's so insane that for so many years I believed that he should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. And I thought that she like completely banned him from wrestling because in my mind, WWE was wrestling. And, you know, to find out, like after watching this, I I, I don't think it mentioned it in this, but looking into it afterwards like he's in other wrestling hall of fames you know um this is a person who doesn't want him to be involved with one specific place you know um and who also had the the mind to go hey maybe maybe we won't let tna uh talk about him much you know because otherwise what else could you do but now it, it seems like it's a time where wrestling is something outside of wwe for once you know and so it's like all right let's talk about him and uh, yeah, that's and admirable. They, she stuck to they, her story this whole fucking, time in her mission. And they fucking held him up with a sailboat clip. You know, like, this, it wasn't like, this is yeah. like one of the most egregious, like, workplace violations I've ever heard of in my entire life. Yeah, and then also, you know, this whole even time. If you're not a wrestling fan. Even if you don't know who Owen Hart is, if you heard that story, you'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, he, they got $100 million, right? Yeah. So he could wrestle the pimp faster. <laughs> yeah. so he could have a match with a pimp faster like i mean my thing is when you guys said that um you know it made you not want to work for the company it also made me realize any of us could have been hired by that rigging company uh because <laughs> we have zero experience um it just yeah i think i think she's been vilified you know because of like the entitlement of fans like she's this gatekeeper that keeps him from being appreciated and all that but no. <laughs> yeah. The company killed it's, her husband. Also, it's pr- it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard to sh- to like like disagree with Martha when you see how fucking great her kids turned out. And she's a doctor at a children's she, hospital. She turned out great. She's a doctor at children's. Her son Oge, like it, it is unfathomable to me that he was ever around wrestling. When I, when I heard him talk, I'm like, is this guy an expert on constitutional law? Oh, he's a lawyer. Thank God he did not become part of this business. Yeah, yeah he lives in um, London, I think, practicing human rights law. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. And, and I was yeah, also somebody who... It's funny that, like, I'll be honest, I, I didn't really know about the foundation, but it's also all these people who have spent years shitting on Martha and, and, you know, complaining about Owen's legacy, never talked about it. No, which is. So if you haven't, if you haven't seen the show, 
please check it out. Or check out uh, Meltzer and Jim Valley interviewed her on Wrestling Observer yesterday too. So did uh, so did Jericho last week. I, I think I told you guys this. Meltzer said, "Oh, Jericho too." Yeah, I totally forgot about the Jericho interview, which was great. And you guys tried getting her, and she said no. So I'm here instead. <laughs> we actually tried to get the rigging company to come on. <laughs> um, this will never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh i wanted to bring this up it's not in the tent count but i texted you guys this me mike and scott have a text thread it's it's a blast actually <laughs> it's the one text thread that could be unearthed that won't ruin my show business career um oh wait it already's ruined uh dave Meltzer. anyway dave Meltzer said this uh <laughs> earlier this week he was talking about randy orton and edge and <laughs> he just says I mean, I don't even know what Randy Orton would do if he wasn't wrestling. Maybe modeling? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a you comment, though. <laughs> Maybe be sexy in another fashion? <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> hey, guys, if you have any, like, if you have any, like, tweeted us uh, at some point, tweeted our cats, uh, if you have any good Meltzer quotes, I, I would love to one day on our Instagram just have the most ridiculous Meltzer quotes. I there think was that one when um some of the funniest when, shit ever unintentionally. My favorite Meltzer quote was when um he was with Tom Cruise at the diner and the toothpick spilled, and he <laughs> counted 136 <laughs> of them immediately. <laughs> my favorite Meltzer line is when that uh, smoke detector went off and Tom Cruise held him. <laughs> um, all right, number three, Drew Gulak released. Yeah, so he wasn't released though, but he was. It so was he, like his coming back to WWE when you texted me that yeah, so, back. So um, apparently, what happened was his contract was up. Either they didn't notice. I don't know exactly what happened. You know, everything with everything going on now, literally, they could have missed this. And his contract was up, and so he was like, "I'm going to renegotiate." And he asked for more money, and they said, uh, "You know what? Go ahead and leave." Then <laughs> they didn't want to pay him. So is he? So he's not coming back to WWE. Well, unless they come to an agreement. Apparently, he like has like you know wrestling's best lawyer. I don't Heyman. I don't know who who that is. And um, so he's in like actual negotiations with them allegedly. I don't know. But um, yeah, he, it, it's all like a slip up on their part. And he was just like, well, now I want more money, and they just told him to go home. Then. It's just so crazy to go like to go from that angle to now just no job. I, I thought he did really great with that angle. It's strange and it's such a different um, way of approaching how they do business. I mean, they were never those. I mean, especially these last few months. It's like I feel like Vince knows something we don't about the virus, and he's just like, yeah, they're <laughs> every wrestler is going to be killing themselves by the end of this year anyway. Let them go, you know, like. Yeah. I mean, that match he had at Elimination Chamber was terrific. It's just very weird. Yeah, and maybe he'll sign or maybe he'll, uh, he'll end up in, what, AEW? I mean, when are people going to be able to go to Japan? I don't know. I just realized that the first three topics were Shad Gaspard, Martha Hart, and somebody got fired. Yeah. 
Yeah, but he chose to leave, so it was an emancipation. Shotzi Blackheart ran over in a tank. What is your favorite vehicle crushing moment in wrestling history? All right, I'll go. I still think it's simple, but I still would go with uh, with Austin filling man's convertible with cement when the windows popped. It's great. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, one that Shotzi Hart video or what? Whatever her last name is. Um, <laughs> did yeah. you like that video? It was fun, like her. So, you know. Yeah, it, it felt but, like I mean, the I beginning of like the fucking tank thing. They just did the tank thing at Survivor Series. It, it felt like a uh, well. I mean, that's her character now. It, it felt like the beginning of uh, one of those My Strange Addiction episodes. <laughs> Where it's like, I'm in a relationship with an army tank. <laughs> and then she said, I mean, this doesn't even make fucking... Man, the fact that wrestlers somehow don't know how to speak, like a majority of them, is so baffling to me. She goes, she, this is a quote. She goes, I'm just like a tank, because tanks don't give a shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, of like all the like, tank comparisons, that sounds, like, that sounds like something Sid would say if he if he like <laughs> yeah. got the words to a promo. Because <laughs> you want to yeah, get inside rough... me and destroy something. <laughs> <laughs> but my uh, my favorite wrestling, I guess you know, car moment or however you want to call it. For some reason, for me, it's when Austin lifted Triple H. Um, in the car and then like let it go and it flipped backwards do you remember that oh yeah that was fun i loved that so much and i remember that was the first time yeah, as a car, kid car stuff usually stinks but austin was the only guy who made all that goofy shit work he was so good at it because you could picture him running outside of like any chain restaurant and breaking somebody's windows you know yeah i'm gonna go with a more modern one um i, I don't know if this counts but Braun Strowman destroying Roman Reigns in the ambulance. No, oh, that was that was awesome. One of the best heel things ever when he's like, I'm not done with you. Yeah, I'm not awesome. finished with you. <laughs> to put someone in an ambulance and then flip the ambulance over with your bare hands is, it, it's amazing. Yeah. He, one of I the mean, worst. When, when Braun was like fired during that time. Well, oh, one of yeah. the worst with Braun is um, a group of guys throwing him in the back of a garbage truck. And then three weeks later, a garbage truck backing up into the arena and him coming out of the back of it. <laughs> I bet it wasn't even the same truck. <laughs> yeah, different color. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think the scariest one ever was, it wasn't even like a car wreck thing. It was when Brock Lesnar destroyed Seth Rollins' car when Seth was a heel. And he like ripped the door off the hinges and like threw it, and it almost like oh, it hit a fan. It hit a fan, right? Yeah. I also used to love like um, oh, there was a great Eddie moment. Wasn't Lesnar? Didn't Lesnar steal Eddie's car once or something? I don't know. I forget. But um, yeah, I love wrestling car moments, and uh, I, I just remember Austin having like ten of them. I remember the angle one working so well when he came out in a milk truck. For yeah. Somehow that uh, wasn't corny at all. It worked. Even even JBL with the limousine. What? It was um. It was Eddie and Big Show. He brought out a Eddie brought out a septic tank and just sprayed 
Big show. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, he was just covered in shit, right? And it was like of all the times Big Show has cried on TV, it's the one that like affected me the most. Because <laughs> it felt real. <laughs> Dude, he has had, I mean, we should have a whole episode, top 10 Big Show cry moments. <laughs> yeah. Every single time. It is just baffling. You know what I think it is? I think Vince sees him and he's, it, it, and he's so big that Vince just gets excited and like just does whatever the first idea pops into his head. I oh, actually yeah. think, I, I think Vince, you know, Vince and Andre had like beef at the end. I think yeah. this, is, this is Vince. I think Vince has pretended the big show is Andre this whole time. And he's just like, let's embarrass the fuck out of this guy. Yeah. I mean, I just made that theory up now, but I'm going to believe it for the rest of my life. <laughs> but, then, but then what's his uh, explanation for embarrassing everybody else? <laughs> he's just putting other people in the places of every it's kind of like the water boy also, is shorty g week, still around yes shorty g is still, i mean he's still he's still he was not released but he hasn't been on tv for a little bit they say that either that the, they say that the smackdown hacker which you know knowing wwe they could just completely bail on this it's either going to be shorty g or ali but I think it should be probably Ali, right? It should be just fucking WikiLeaks, just like Russia or something. Julian Assange. <laughs> Rusev? Rusev. <laughs> Rusev would be great as the hacker. Yeah, I would love that. Uh, number five, double or nothing predictions. A year ago, we were there. And now... We're counting the days till humanity ends. <laughs> hey, at least we no one else can be there. there. We were no, totally you're, doing you're that. Right, you're right. You're right. I did go to a buffet with you. Yeah. <laughs> did you all eat right, at the Outback with this after? What? Who all ate at the Outback after when, when we went to Double or Nothing? That, that was me, Funches, uh, Soder. Yeah, I was and, there. Uh, Funches, um, Beyonce. Yeah, that was great. Anyway. Love me some Outback. Yeah, that was Let's go match. through these matches. Let's make some predictions. Private Party versus The Best Friends. <laughs> yeah, it's got – I mean, this is the pre-show, right? Um, so there's a chance a I – There's a chance I might not even watch it. I have a thing with pre-shows where I don't like watching them because I'm, I'm always excited about how the arena is going to look and how the stage is going to look. And yeah. the pre-show yeah, fucking ruins it for me. Yeah, maybe we should get rid of the. Maybe, maybe just they should get rid of the pre-show altogether. I I don't think there's any way someone is going to tune in. You know, the idea of at least these AEW pre-shows where they show them on TNT. I mean, who tunes in and then goes, "Oh, you know what? I'll spend fifty bucks now out of the blue because I saw these two tag teams wrestle." I just don't see it happening. Yeah, that used to work as like a Sunday Night Heat type thing or something. Yeah. But well, now, it works yeah, at the I mean, angle. I feel like an I, angle. I, I think it'll be best run. friends. It has it's to be the be best bad. friends. They've been winning, and Private Party hasn't been around, you know? Yeah. It's got to be so weird to book that. Like, is the, the whole company is, like, everybody's friends. Also, having a pre-show when the arena's empty anyway, it's all a pre-show. Yeah, that's what it feels <laughs> like. Uh, Dustin Rhodes for Sean Spears. Who do you guys got? Uh, I mean, it's got to be Spears, right? 
I, I originally thought Dustin's going to get his win back because, you know, he got manhandled by Lance Archer, but I think Spears will win in some sort of screwy way. I, I kind of have an issue with this match where it's like, it, it doesn't have to happen. Um, Dustin can still be hurt and it kind of goes against everything they're doing because it's two former WWE guys. And I feel like they did that with Hager and Dustin at the last pay-per-view, which I also didn't give a shit if it happened on the show or not. I feel like they make sure to get these former WWE guys on every pay-per-view card when I rather see, uh, I don't know, somebody else. Sean Spears. I actually thought he had a pretty good promo last night. And I remember when we saw Sean Spears news, we were all like, oh, this is going to be fucking dog shit. But it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I think it's the best thing I've seen him do promo wise without a doubt. Yeah. He spoke uh, naturally. I, I just in don't it. understand. I just, it's just a, but it's still just kind of like they created the issue out of thin air. So it's, it's hard to opposing to Dustin versus Hager, which was built up like over two months or something. I would much, much rather have, uh, Dustin in the stadium match than Hardy. That's me. Um, I think he's a better worker. Uh, I like his character a lot more. He's more tied into those guys. Into the you know, if Cody can't, then get his brother, and he has the feud with Hager in the circle and all that. Absolutely. But, but I, think, I don't disagree with that at all. But I think, yeah, I think Spears and uh, I think Spears will win. I definitely hope it's not the opening match because that, that was a misfire last time having uh, Dustin and Hager when it, it should have been Sammy and Darby. Yes. Yeah, that match was unreal. Holy yeah, shit. I think that match is still underrated. Nobody talks about Sammy and Darby because that tag match was so great. Because that tag match, yeah. Uh, what, what do we do with Hardy after this? Because, uh, dude, I don't know if I can watch him in, like, for and I don't know, dude. I can't get into it. it I mean, I think me. he'd be invaluable to have backstage. The amount, the amount of different incarnations that guy has had over sure. the years, and and real and getting over without having that star presence that yeah. his brother has, I would definitely put him in creative. Yeah, you know what? I, you know what? Go on. I, I, how about this storyline? He somehow gets sucked into like um, a genie's lamp, right? <laughs> and then whatever I wrestler. Like it. Whatever wrestler has the lamp, like they conjure him and they get to use him to their advantage within whatever storyline they have. Dude, that's not a bad idea at all. That's not a bad idea at all. I mean, it is, but wrestling has really fucked us up, no, hasn't it? Not. He's basically <laughs> like he's basically the uh, wrestling equivalent of Vision and the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is creative, but I'm not going to buy the action figure. <laughs> well, I have two of them. And, <laughs> by the way, is great. Guys, we started cracking up when this podcast started because <laughs> Mike's camera was on and he didn't know it was on, and he was just lying on a bed, like covered in action figures, <laughs> like rose petals in American Beauty. <laughs> on brand, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hardy. It's just the problem with him is. He brings a kind of attention to himself that doesn't get anyone he's with over. Like, it's, it's such, like, its own train, you know, crash kind of thing. Like, Well, I here's the thing. Works. I mean, he fucking got Sammy over this past Wednesday, man. I mean, like. I, I think Sammy I, got Sammy over. Yeah, and I don't think Sammy should have lost to him. I, I think, here's, let me just quick, like, I think that, 
I get that DQs are overused in um, WWE, but every once in a while, like having Sammy eat the amount of pins that he is for how good he is and how much value he's going to have to the company, I think is he shouldn't lose so many times. Yeah, that's, that's a great point you brought up about DQs and how although they're used in WWE a lot, doesn't mean that AEW can't use them at all. Because yeah. um, when everyone started running in after uh, the Phoenix-Cassidy um, match last night, I was like, oh, this is like every WWE ladder match pay-per-view setup. You know, like they all come out and brawl for some reason. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is a different universe, and this has never happened here before. So as long as they don't do it again and again and again, they are allowed to do it once. It's just hard to right, remove yourself. WWE, like, WWE doesn't necessarily make bad decisions. I mean, they do, but uh, it's more that they make the same decision over oh, and yeah. over and over and over again. There's ways to make anything work. Which I think AEW has a danger of doing, like the amount of brawls that they have and things like that. So it, many brawls. It becomes repetitive. It's also, I wouldn't have Marco Stunt and Orange Cassidy in singles matches on the same show. I would never do that. I think they're different enough. I don't know if I agree they're with both that. Novelty guys. No, I, I, I hear you. you. Fucking work, bro. I mean, that guy, I mean, honestly, Orange Cassidy, in my mind, is the closest that they have to The Undertaker. He wrestles <laughs> in his phenomenal. own way. He wrestles in his own way. His gear is awesome. No, he's a character that works more than just a ca- than a caricature. Yeah, I I loved that match so much. Um, I I didn't like um. Goddamn, Kip Sabian bringing out a ladder. I didn't like that part. Um, Dude, but- I, what I what I did not like about that is that he did the middle finger thing, and it was kind of a cool way to do a middle finger. But there's just too many middle fingers on that show. Just just leave the middle finger to like Moxley and the inner circle going like that. No more. Yeah. No more middle fingers. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to you have to have an a- agents and producers who say, All right, this guy gets to do this, so you guys can't. That way it's special. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dr. Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. I don't think this match is gonna happen. That's my prediction. Oh. Britt Baker apparently is gonna be out for nine months with the torn ACL. That's the word. Whoa, is that true? Yeah. No. Yeah, she she was three people got injured on uh, on dynamite last. I know I know that. But um, Mickey Lynch will also be out for nine months after getting something torn. I'm coming. That's Seth. Can you imagine if it has like if the baby has like Becky's looks but Seth's voice? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, Seth. Seth looks like. I mean, Seth looks like the fucking. With his body, he looks terrific, but he has the voice of like one of the old guys from The Princess Bride. You know. <laughs> did he come? Did he, did he come inside her, or did he give her a buckle bomb? Because uh, her career's over. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think you know, the only reason Jim Cornette didn't have kids is he didn't want to. Somebody he had to share his toys with. <laughs> oh, yeah. You imagine if one of his kids tried to, like, use one of his rackets to play tennis? 
Uh, some other Britt Baker news. Apparently, they have forbidden Adam uh, WB forbid for, has forbidden Adam Cole from going to any AEW shows or seeing her wrestle or whatever. Yeah, that's a bummer. I I get I understand if it's like not on camera, but banning him at all from going backstage or being in oh it's yeah, so like a Saturday night pay per view when they all live in the same city and yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It is so crazy. Yes, yeah. it's really gross. It's almost like how is that know, not like way, somehow an infringement on yet. a worker's right to have a fucking private life? Yeah. That's well, I mean, here's the thing is that, like, um, <laughs> here's the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be, yeah, this is a tornado ACL they're thinking. Um, it, it, they're, they're just, like, none of these things that WWE, like, all these rules would all fail in court. But because they're one of the only games in town, wrestlers never contest them. Oh, yeah. And they have all the money to, to fight, you know, anything. Yeah. Uh, MJF first Jungle Boy. You okay? Ready? I think Jungle Boy is gonna win. That's the smart money is coming in on Jungle Boy right now. Yeah, that's what people are saying. No, that should not. Happen. <laughs> Lawrence, that should not happen. Listen, if you do it in like a in a roll up kind of way, you you let MJF be um you know anybody anybody else for for the rest of his life. But if Jungle Boy gets him in like a, oh, I outsmarted you real quick kind of way, um, you can continue having this, you know, because look, MJF is going to be like a top, he is a top guy and he's going to be for a while. Yeah. And Jungle Boy is like three or four years away from that. Um, and the guy I think you can always revisit it. I don't know. Okay, two it, things. The guy who's getting an action figure should never lose to the guy who doesn't have one. That's that, and, and two, One's in a underdeveloped comedy tag team, and the other is the future star of the company. There's no way that MJF should lose. I don't know, man. I think I think well, you're gonna be. I'm I can't wait to watch this Mike. with you. Not Saturday. I think Mike's gonna be pissed. Yeah, I think Mike's gonna be pissed. I don't know. I, I, I'd I say don't, there's pick. not even there's not even a, there isn't an angle going into this match even. No, well, no, there's there not. Kind of. I mean, he humiliated Marco Stunt last Wednesday. It's a little rush, but they're. But they'd already announced that they were fighting without having a reason to. So, like, to have MJF like have one of his first like big losses to a guy that is not on his level for no reason, I don't think helps MJF at all. And he's the guy that, and I don't think it hurts Jungle Boy to lose. No, well, no, no. I don't think anything will hurt Jungle Boy. I mean, I don't. I don't think it hurts MJF to lose either. No, I think it hurt. I hurt. I think it hurts think him it to does. lose if, if you know, Jungle Boy hits his finisher and pins him. I think that's strange, but I think a quick roll up. Um, I get it. That's fine. The guy who beat Cody at your last pay per view shouldn't be losing to Jungle Boy. Mm. Casino ladder match for an AEW World Championship. Shot. We swear it is nothing like Money in the Bank. <laughs> Darby <laughs> Allen versus Cole Cabana versus Orange Cassidy versus Ray Phoenix versus Scorpio Sky versus Kip Sabian versus Frankie Kazarian versus Luchasaurus versus a mystery competitor. 
And instead of money in the bank, they should call it currency in the check cashing store. <laughs> <laughs> money in the, I really hope this goes through. <laughs> money in the wire transfer. <laughs> yeah. um, I know Phoenix. I think Phoenix. I would love to see Phoenix get it. Um, unless the surprise entrant is someone major. You know, uh, something about a WWE guy coming in and winning it. Mox's next challenger should not be a WWE guy. Well, does it have does it have to be the next challenger? Yes. Well, that's what they're winning. Uh, Well, I know they're winning it, but is it like a Money in the Bank situation where it's down the road, or it is the next? No, I think I actually think it's going to either be it's going to be on a dynamite or a pay per view. I think it's going to be pretty fast. Okay. Um, Hmm. Shit. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say Ray Phoenix as well. I, I actually thought that Darby Allen was gonna win last week, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Phoenix. Ray Phoenix versus versus John Moxley at a pay per view is a little strange. Like how do how do you build that feud? Well, you build it because he won a title shot. That's how. Yeah. And I do think that that Moxley against that that stable works. Oh yeah, yeah. If, if if you get Penta back, absolutely. If if you get um, pack pack back at one hundred percent. I mean, I would like Penta to be, you know, if the surprise entrant isn't a former WWE guy, which I don't think it really can be, right? Because they still have no compete clauses for for you know, um, quite a few. I think it can days. be NXT guys. It can't be main roster guys. Okay. Um, so so you, you go with active roster members that you haven't seen in a while, you know, unless like it's Brian Cage or something. And then it's like maybe Penta returns. I mean, Joey Janela, which, I mean, dude, what if this ninth entrant is fucking QT Marshall? Uh-huh. You know who I'm hoping the mystery, I was thinking about this last night, who I'm hoping the mystery, the mystery uh, competitor is. Sammy Callahan. It's not going to be, but I think Sammy and Moxley, that oh, work. That would be great. I definitely Those hope it's not happening. Sammy Callahan is a great promo. Yeah. Great promo. If it's, uh, if it's Dr. Luther, uh, man. <laughs> oh, we get to stop watching wrestling. Yeah. The curse is broken if it's Dr. Luther. For sure. I'm going to go with uh, Leo Rush as my pick. Oh, that would be. Um, if that's at all possible, which what he's an was he NXT in that moment? Yeah. That would be fucking awesome if it was Leo Rush. He would definitely make the match better. That's yeah, for sure. and I'm not saying he has to win, but him being the surprise entrant would just be really cool. And my prediction is, I don't think Darby's going to win, but I think Darby's going to do the spot of the night. I think this I mean, past Wednesday was great. There are so many contenders for spot of the night. I mean, you have Sammy in, in, in the uh, Stampede Stadium match where you go, what the fuck is he going to do? Um, Phoenix is in the match. Darby's in that match, like with a ladder. Phoenix Ooh. legitimately does things I've never seen in a wrestling match. Yeah, I mean, I, I know he you know shot too close to the ring, I guess, and nobody fucking caught him, which they should have stepped closer. That happens like way too often. 
Um, especially in that company, they just like wait around. Well, I heard too, guys. I was hearing from Alvarez that if they had gotten too close and they had caught him that way, he would have hit his head. You know, there's a, there was a chance that he was going to hit his head against the side of the ring. So this wow. was actually the best possible scenario. Wow. Okay. Uh, kind of fucking scary. Yeah, that is very scary. But <laughs> holy shit, I mean, Darby and Phoenix, it's just going to be unbelievable. I really can't wait for it. Matt Hardy and the Elite versus the Inner Circle in a stadium stampede match. I'm still really excited about this match. I think it's going to be a blast. Are you guys not as excited? I, I know that neither of you loved the angle last night. No, I didn't. I thought it was a lot of, like, dead sound. I also – I hope it's filmed cinematically because when you're in an arena – um, your voice sounds different. And did you notice the camera guy's voices were echoing when they were whispering to each other? I mean, that could ruin all I everything. noticed is that you couldn't, you couldn't hear Jericho at all. Well, no. Uh, the no yeah. yeah, it's it's got to be cinematic or, I mean, what, you mic them? Like, it's they got to figure it out. I know that the ring is going to be at the 50-yard line, right? So there is a ring in the match, which I like. Um, and I hope they just, like, sprinkle other shit in the match. I know. You know, realizing that, you know, and they haven't said this, but it's obviously going to happen, that the inner circle is going to come out on one side of the football field like they're a team, and the elite is going to come out on the other side like they're – that's going to be so friggin' cool to have fireworks. I mean, dude, the inner circle is the funniest faction I think I've ever seen. They are so goddamn funny that they're great. That they are the NWO, but absolute losers. Like it's, it's yeah, they're like the smartest, yeah, like, yeah. smoothest things I've ever seen. It's so cool. It is so cool. I was I was really excited. I mean, I think the match is going to be good, uh, just because the idea of those guys in a football stadium match is going to be good. But the fact that it's it's a Jacksonville Jaguar stadium. Means it's probably gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it elimination rules? No, it's one I, fall. Yeah, one fall. Oh, which wow. is Yeah, that that's a lot. I think because... that's good. I think that's good for this because I, I think you're, you're. I mean, yeah, you're not gonna want an elimination match for this. Yeah, and and then also you go. I mean, in a match like this, you can't like. I, I was hoping for a major, major stunt to happen, and then you know the Owen documentary drops this week, and you go like. Well, we can't have a visual where someone falls from too high or, you know, like I'm trying to like, I mean, seriously, you know, and, and you start thinking about those things. Um, I just hope it's filmed. I, I, first off, I don't like the cinematic matches. Like, I don't like necessarily how they're filmed. It's just based but you, you on like what I saw. And I think Cena, right? Wait, what? You like Bray and Cena. Yeah, but that was so different, you know? And Boneyard, baby. Boneyard was yeah, awesome. but Boneyard, I don't think is technically good. <laughs> I mean, I think it was a blast. Yeah, yeah, I but it is. I, I can't say that's not good because I had so much fun watching it, and I rewatched it and had just not as much fun watching it, but I still had a blast watching it. Yeah, I will say Boneyard is good. I will say Money in the Bank does not hold up when I tried to watch it a second time. No, that's that's that was tough, but Boneyard Boneyard held up. Yeah. Oh, oh, but wait, here's a note. Here's a note. Um, they haven't talked about it a lot, but Matt Jackson might be fucking hurt. Yeah, apparently he banged up his ribs. Yeah, and, he and the spot looked rib. fine. It didn't look that. No. Did not look bad at all. Yeah, a lot of injuries last night. Um, 
You know what I think it is? I think like there's there's got to be a chance if you're like if your body isn't like if you're not wrestling as much as you used to, it's gonna get a little clunky. It's it's like stand up, right? For sure, for sure. Um, oh, but inner circle goes over. That's what I think. Mm, AEW women's channel. Oh, yeah, I think uh, the inner circle goes over too. Yeah, I think it's something to do with Paige and Kenny. I think that's the biggest story in this, and it'll yeah. just further that. For Fucking sure. have Kenny turn heel on Paige. Oh, dude, when that happens, first off, I want to acknowledge this for listeners too. If you're a fucking loser like me and you listen to Kenny Omega's theme song, uh, you know, while you're taking a shower, um, the end of his theme song, which they do not play um, when he walks out, um, is a variation of his New Japan entrance, um, which is like a little darker and stranger. And um, I'm telling you, he's going to turn heel. And when he comes out, they're going to play the end of the song when that happens. And I'm going to fucking freak out. And um, if it doesn't happen, you know, I, I thought it up in my own head and I, 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 I can enjoy my dreams. <laughs> I love when I get to call someone else a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I can't wait for that heel turn, man. I want him what? to speak only Japanese, dude. Ugh. How cool would that like, be? Scott, if you want people not to like him, just have him keep speaking in English. <laughs> <laughs> he should. He should be like Asuka. He should only speak in Japanese. Yeah. It would be so badass. AEW Women's Championship. Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida. And no disqualification and no countout match, which I did not know. Yeah, I guess that's so. I don't I think that they need that, by the way. No, I think it's so Sheeta can have you know can use the kendo stick, and so um and so Nyla doesn't have to do too many wrestling moves. Yeah, I go Sheeta. Well, look, I want Sheeta. I want Sheeta all the way. Um, yeah. But Nyla hasn't had it for too long. I mean, the division is already like directionless. To change it up again I just shows Nala that like Rose. they're kind of failing over. I'm not over the again. biggest Nala Rose fan in the world, but I, I would go with Nala Rose. Yeah, I think I have to. I don't want to, but I just think it just has to be that way. Uh, losing losing Brit for nine months is the biggest blow you could have to that division because she's really uh, stepped up her game. It sucks. I mean, l- luckily for her, like she has um, become a personality, and hopefully they keep her on TV somehow. Yeah, but um. Yeah, that fucks up their uh that fucks them up real bad. That sucks. Yeah. For the AEW TNT Championship, Cody versus Lance Archer and Mike Tyson will be there to present the new TNT Championship. You think Tyson hit somebody? They hinted at it too much on Wednesday. If if they don't, they were really dumb to bring it up like 10 times. I think I think Tyson hit somebody, but I don't think it's in that match. I think they put the Stampede match on last. Like, while they're brawling, they, like, go into his room, and he just, like, punches one of them in the face. And he that dude's just Jericho. out for the whole match, you know? It's, it's weird to have Archer get – like, you can have Jericho get hit by Tyson and get knocked out. Oh, man, I hope it's Sammy. Sammy will <laughs> bend his head. Sammy will poltergeist his head. <laughs> the, way, the way that he took that twist of fate yesterday – was insane insane it's so insane it also doesn't even make sense like you look at it happen and you're like what the fuck did you just do 
Well, that was like, remember when The Rock would take the stunner and he would do like a full handstand? Yeah, yeah. Except for like, I mean, I loved it when The Rock did that, but I also wasn't, I wasn't nervous that Rock was going to break his fucking neck. No. Yeah. But it looked great. That's the problem. It's like as much as, as much as like those things look like they hurt, you know. Yeah. So who do you have go over? Do you have Cody go over or Archer? Absolutely, you have to have Cody Cody go over at this. I point. think Cody goes I mean, I, over. I really like Archer, but he's so like new, having TNT title on him is is very valuable for the company. Yeah, I agree. But do you have him finally win that in front of a live audience, or have we all just kind of realized that the show just has to go on and I think it has to go on. God damn it! I hate that though. You just can't hold out. People are dying. Sorry, you don't get to see fat people uh, cheer the fake fighting as you watch it. <laughs> For the AEW World Championship, John Moxley versus Brody Lee. Moxley. Moxley. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I what mean, I'm... what are you fucking nuts? That would be ins- That would be the boldest move ever to do that, though. <sighs> no I, dude, I think. I think. And look, I do agree with you guys. <laughs> This shit is just not working, right? It just isn't. No. And, like, do you do you finally put the bullet in this fucking group on Saturday? Like, do you just yeah, somehow... It, it, dude, that's the biggest face thing that Mox could do. That's the just, only way that you could end the show with that championship match is that if Mox takes out everybody there and he just grabs the mic and he goes, hey, guys, have a great night. Just to let you know, that's the last year we're going to see the Dark Order. Yeah, because he does. He cuts a promo, after, you know, at the end of every yeah. show. Yeah, for him to get on the mic, I love this shit, and then just explain why they're no longer going to continue as a faction. <laughs> I think the you match, know, you know what you could do? You what? do the Lion King thing where uh, Moxley beats Brody, and then the Dark Order guys are like the hyenas that beat him up, and then they're done. That's smart. Yeah, I mean, that, that works out great, too. No, it sucks because I actually know the in-ring for this match is going to be pretty good. Like, they're both really good workers, and they had great matches in WWE, but... Okay, but also, but also, Dan, there's not a crowd there. And so, yes, they are great workers, but when we're watching it, are we really going to give a shit that much? It's a, it's, no. it's a fucking empty arena, dude. We're not going to like it that much, I'm telling you. Unless they are very aware that nobody is really looking forward to this, and they go fucking ape shit. But again, if this goes on last, like, dude, we are going to be worn the fuck out. Like, three guys are going to have died already. No, this is... I think you put Brody in the suit. That's one way to get... Like, whatever his fucking outfit is, is so dumb. Like, have him start in that suit. It's just such a cool image to see Mox get thrown around by that dude in a suit. Yeah, it, like, reminds me of Mordecai or something. It's very, like, 2005 his his yeah, whole look. So, I would I would totally end on the stadium thing. It's going to be a spectacle. It's like with Boney. Well, that, yeah, that's my other. I, I was just wondering, what do you guys think ends? Yeah, because like Jericho and and um, Cody went second to last on the pay per view a couple months ago. So the title doesn't have to end, and this is such a throwaway feud. And also the the stadium is the spectacle. Yeah, <laughs> end on that. The only the only thing I I can think is they know the match isn't going to be that great. 
it is what it is. Moxley, you know, does it. it it's still the heavyweight title, right? Um, which I think they still want to go on last. And so if you're going to do that, that means like, like at the end of last year's Double or Nothing where Moxley comes out, you got to debut somebody that's like, holy shit, you know? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be Cody and Archer because Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is the main event of every pay-per-view that he's on. That's not wrong. That, that could make yeah, sense. That's not wrong. That's not wrong at all. And, and that's all we've been really watching is a tournament this whole time, right? Yeah, because, I yeah. mean, like, look, I, I think the championship show should go on at the end, but Mike Tyson is one of the – I mean, he's like one of those transcendent figures that you have to put on at the end of the show. You just have yeah. to. Yeah, I mean, this is such a middle-of-the-year, like, post-mania-type thrown-together feud between Moxley and Brody. It doesn't deserve to go last. No, it doesn't. It, it, um, you're right. It, it's, a, it's a weird one. Number six, wrestling is no longer a banned word in WWE because next month we are going to see the greatest wrestling match ever. Is this a rib? If it is, why? <laughs> why? It's not the greatest sports entertainment match ever. I mean, well, I just don't understand what is going to happen. It's a rib. It's got to be a rib. But that's Here's like offensively cruel, right? I mean, Edge is risking his life when you, you know, seen, making this return. Have you seen the logo for the match? Oh, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It looks like it looks like WrestleCrap created it. It's here's, so. Here's why I think it's a rip. I think because their first match at Mania went like 40 minutes with nobody there, and they probably like you know got backstage afterwards, and Michael Hayes was like, "Oh, you guys think you had the best wrestling match ever?" <laughs> it just feels like such like uh because they went so unnecessarily long last time that it's just, uh, yeah, it's totally Yeah, right. it's like you guys did a Broadway, but didn't even fucking, yeah. You think of like Flair, Steamboat, Okada, Omega, yeah, and it's like. You went on top of a like giant truck twice and did nothing with it. Yeah, and just reminded, of us, reminded us of how Benoit killed himself. <laughs> Trash. Yeah, man, that's like, I, I think that's really terrible. We, we, I, I need to look into this more, onto the backstage happenings of this. Because if I'm, I'm starting to think edge, it's got to be a I'm rib, man. Mad. I mean, I, I, it, it, it's, uh, I will say you this, understand, though. like, we see Dumb. it for what it is and we laugh. But what about just some dummy who's like, holy shit, the world's best <laughs> cup of coffee, you know? And <laughs> Are and, you really the world's greatest dad? <laughs> yeah the shirt says so <laughs> here's, here's, here's my thought though i didn't want to see this match but now that they're doing this i'm interested i'm well, interested to see how it isn't going to be the world's greatest match. yeah it's an absolute spoof it's so fucking dumb <laughs> the second that there's like a rest hold two minutes in because it's a randy orton match i'm just gonna be like see See, <laughs> that <Savage laughs> was better. <laughs> Number seven, we got some Undertaker news. He signed a 15-year deal. The Last Ride Part Two was released, and he talked about 
the Montreal screw job on Bill Simmons. What do you guys want to talk about first? The deal. Um, you think it was a smart deal? Yeah, I mean, I think it's mainly going to be a Legends thing. We don't know where. It's not a Legends deal. It is a. It is a. It is like an active roster deal. Oh. All right. Well, wait. the Boneyard match wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> well, but look, what if it's all Boneyard type matches? You know, and awesome. all these different themed matches. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with that guy. You've got to like. And and yeah, really build him up like an action star, you know, like even even you know on that fourteenth year, like someone shows up to the nursing home and and he's got to fucking defend the home, you know. That's, that's <laughs> the difference between wrestling and, and and real sports is Michael Jordan gets a documentary called The Last Dance and it's about his actual retirement. WWE releases a documentary called The Last Ride and then hires him for 15 more years. <laughs> but also Taker is a guy who it's like, he should never leave that place. He's synonymous no. with it. I, I seriously, like, I, I wouldn't understand another soul signing a contract like that besides The Undertaker. Agreed. Um, also, you know, you saw like the Blue Lives Matter t-shirt and you go like, yeah, he's down for Saudi. Like he doesn't, you know, like whatever happens, whatever Vince decides, he's got his back, you know? So, yeah, I'm fine with it. I, I just... Um, How much do you think it's for? I don't know. The real question is, do you think Vince will sue Michelle um, if something happens to take her? <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine Michelle McCool on like a dark hey, I side thought you'd be McCool about it. <laughs> she's like, she's like, this is the giant cross that he burned on. I saved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It'll be like a crow accident. Right. Cause it'll be all this dumb <laughs> shit. It's like the Druids lift their hoods up and it's all members of the heart family. <laughs> you know what it is? Bruce it's and the, Daddy. Um, it's the uh, the the big uh, construction digger, like the, the thing, like he accidentally <laughs> falls in the ditch with it, and it sets fire. <laughs> oh no! Oh, we're fucking terrible people. I'm not gonna rest in peace until WWE pays. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, uh, I'm going to give a donation to the fucking Owen Hart Foundation after this. Um, the Last Ride Part 2 is released. Did you guys see it? It's yeah, the I same. Did. It is the same. It is the same as episode one. They uh, di different ending, though. He was happy at the end of this one. That's true. But next week is going to be exactly like episode... Well, next week is, is Saudi Arabia. And, and then you realize, like... No, they're doing, I think... Are they doing Saudi? Yeah, I think that. Yeah, they're doing. I, mean, I would, I would think so, unless this is like. Yeah, a, they're going uh, against DX. Oh, 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 oh well, so the DX match is definitely. They're doing Goldberg after that. Yeah. Oh so I, okay. So that... next week is the DX match, and Taker admits in the preview for it that it was a disaster. Right. Um, the thing is, we we know where the if the where does this documentary end at at the Boneyard match because that's not really like a victory. It's like, Oh, now I get to film it. So, I mean, I'm still falling apart, but I get to film it. So it worked out. Like that's weird. Uh, and lastly, uh, he talked about the screw job on Bill Simmons. 
I thought, I thought that was one. interesting. I, I thought, um, one, I, I, that's what I do like about this documentary is that going forward, uh, he's a guy who can go on shows. Um, oh, for sure. He's great media for, for it. It's like, oh, finally, we just get this guy. And I'm not mad about it. I remember being younger and being like, he's always got to be the Undertaker. And now I'm just like, oh, hell yeah, this is great. So glad he just gets to be a guy now. Um, it's so funny that he's breaking character, but his real name is Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's a thing, too, where um, I feel like with him, he's just invaluable for all that press. They don't have Cena anymore. Yeah. So just have fucking Undertaker do the Tonight Show or Ellen or whatever. Uh, don't have the Undertaker do Ellen. I want to see that motherfucker dance with some... <laughs> Across the table. <laughs> yeah, with some overweight ladies and New Balances. That's what I want to see. <laughs> uh, number eight. Should AEW sign Sting? Yeah. For I, how I, much? I, it w okay, De you two debate. <laughs> fight! Debate. Fight! Look, I, it's a matter of this is clearly Cody's idol, right? I mean, dude, you're gonna get a promo of Cody talking to Sting like, like, yeah, I talk about Dusty, I talk about my father, but you were my hero. You're the reason I wanted to wrestle. Like, there's so many crazy, cool fucking moments you could have with this guy. You could treat him like a real person. You could go in a different direction. Um, or you could just have him show up as the fucking crow. Um, I don't think he should wrestle all the time. I think he should wrestle once or twice. Um, I mean, what's wrong with having Sting there, Mike? I think it, I mean, yeah, I, I think my main no is about him wrestling, but then it's also, it just, I, the shades of TNA, like that Moxley Brody match is already so TNA and seeing Sting again and like Spears, like I just don't want this company I love to turn into that. And Sting represents so much of what that was to me. All right, here's my take. I want him to come back, but only as Joker Sting. Yes. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> no, 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 no. Me and Mike were watching old Joker Sting promos. Holy shit. I mean, they took a big swing. I think it's like you realize how good of an actor Heath Ledger is when you watch a pro wrestler try to do that part. <laughs> oh, dude, there's so many. There's this one fucking idiot online named Artemis. I think it was Artemis Dolgan. I'm not totally sure. He's a bodybuilder and he did he did this video where he was basically like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Have you seen that, Mike? No. I mean like you these guys can't even read a comic book. <laughs> they, they but they beat me up for it. <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't be anywhere. That must be so crazy for you, Mike, like seeing all these people that used to bully you now embracing the shit they bullied you for. I felt that way about wrestling in high school when everyone was wearing the 316 and the NWO shirts, but like no one liked it when Tugboat was around. <laughs> <laughs> but those people are right though. Right? Tugboat 316 says toot toot on your ass. <laughs> and hence why, you know, Mike also deserved to get beat up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Zoom should have stepped uh, on number that. Nine, something that <laughs> no, number nine, something that no one under 30 watched this past week. NWA's Carnylands. I didn't, like I, dude, I didn't fucking get it, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, you know what it is? I'm just not invested in these people. Mike? Maybe that's what it is. And, and maybe they are great. Maybe it's just like a good band that for some reason I just don't give a shit about. Maybe that's what NWA is. Um, I didn't care about these stories because I'm not invested in their talent. That's simple. No, between, um, so Sh- between Shad and Owen, I uh, was sad enough. I did not watch this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, it's, I, it, it, it really does feel like those, like, I mean, you know, like, all of wrestling be called what? I said, can't all of wrestling be called Carnyland? <laughs> sure. I think it's like, who's the one guy um, who went up against Nick's Al- Nick Aldis for the championship? I can't even fucking remember his name. He's like 40 something. He oh, looks Storm? like he's a Tim Storm. Yeah. He's he like doing like some sort of like historian thing. I don't know. It was just so wacky. It was very, like, adult swimmy, um, and I appreciate it, again, and, I, well, I don't, but, like, I, I think I, I would if I walked there. Yeah, like, uh, dude, I'm telling you, if I, if I, 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 I think these guys are super fucking talented, you know? Um, yeah, they got Ken Anderson over there. There's a lot of, they got a lot of talent. It's just I'm not watching it uh, that much, unfortunately, you know? Like, it's just, there's a lot of wrestling, and I can't watch this. Can't do it. Yeah, I'm not an NWA guy. It's I didn't, I didn't grow up didn't on grow the up. NWA. I didn't grow up on that specific thing, and that's that's all that is. Yeah. Number number ten. <laughs> what if? How how funny would it be if they fired Drake Maverick? I know it's fucked up. I know it's the most fucked up thing ever. He's fired. It, well, I think he's gonna get a deal after this, right? I think that's more fucked up. If he, yeah, I, I, you posted a video crying, so you get to stay. Fucking ew. What do you think, I Zach? That, oh, I love that. Finally, Scott's upset that wrestling's going back on a stipulation, and it involves a guy's livelihood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the losers never left town. You know that, right? <laughs> no, but I mean, first off, this is like this is the grossest storyline, right? This is like really shitty. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. Uh, to fire a bunch of people, including Drake Maverick, and then to either, one, realize, oh, maybe we should keep him, and so let's make a storyline based off of the fact that we fired him originally, even though all these other people are still fired. That's fucking gross. Um, or he was – or he's really fired, and then so you're just, like, working for them. And yeah, there's really no good answer for this. It's just gross, man. It's shitty. Zach, what's what's your prediction? Do they keep him? Do you think he gets another contract with the company, or do you think they fire him? I wouldn't be surprised if he's already under contract again, and they're doing the you know the punk thing where they're making you think that he's gone, but he's not. Except yeah. for it's not his choice. Yeah, it's definitely but, punk twenty twenty. And instead of like you know voicing you know saying like you you hope they died, you just cry. I don't think enough people are thinking about this like Scott's thinking about it because I think Scott's absolutely right. It's like a, it's fucked up, man. It's crazy. Because there's plenty of people that aren't coming back that are not getting the storyline that felt just as bad about getting fired. So, yeah. I mean, dude, what is that story that Heyman like had this plan to jump the rails and kill somebody? Or no, someone was going to kill Heyman. What was it? Tommy Dreamer. 
was going to shoot Heyman. Like, how – like, how was someone not – thinking something on that level because I, I don't I wouldn't I would never take a job that seriously clearly um but <laughs> someone who does I mean there's no way Jose you know like sitting there like I'm fucking showing up like this is insane that you're insulting <laughs> they all the just start showing up that I got just start shot. well do you remember that one time we went to SummerSlam and fucking Teddy Hart was outside just hanging out in his gear you never know when someone's going to come by. <laughs> who who knew that at the beginning? Hopefully not the podcast, police, Teddy. <laughs> who knew at the beginning of this podcast uh, the saddest story would involve a heart, and it wouldn't. Be. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. On... <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, well, I think that puts a puts a cork in it this week, Mister Mike Lawrence. Would you like to plug anything? um no thanks for having me though um yeah but i'd say watch dark side of the ring if you haven't it the, the owen episode is really great and hopefully it does put a pin on all the people who have villainized martha yeah man i cry i i, I got i watched it with police and um i was like oh, I, like you know, I watched it after everybody and i just heard everybody cried so obviously i'm like well i'm not going to because i have problems and um and then uh the part where she saw his body and she was like focused on his hair. Oh. I was like, Oh no, no, no. So, uh, yeah. If, if you just got to cry, uh, that this is the thing to watch or the Fox and the Hound really that works too. Over or the edge 99 for 2020. <laughs> it's still on the network over the edge 99. That that's my plug. Go watch over the edge. 99. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Well, uh, don't do that. Um, no, no, no. no I, uh, I, I've never seen it, and I will never see it. It's, no, go to go to Pro Wrestling Tees. I watched it live, man. I watched it live. It was so fucking weird. It was it was awful, awful. Yeah. Probably the saddest thing. It's not the worst thing that's happened in wrestling, but it's without a doubt the saddest thing that's happened in wrestling. Do you guys think the show should have went on? Because my whole life, I I thought. Well, you're in it the moment. It should not have gone on. It's I a fucking crime scene, dude. Going, but it should not have gone on. If that documentary did anything for me, it made me go, oh my God, it was a crime scene. Why did I not realize that this whole time? Yeah. No, there's, there's no way. I mean, it's like, I, what I've never heard and I would like to hear is perspective of people in the live audience because it's like, I couldn't like it's hard enough to watch wrestling after somebody gets injured, you know, let alone a death. It's like once there's that level of actual violence, I can't watch people pretend to hurt each other anymore. Yeah. I can't. Like the illusion's gone. You're absolutely right. Yeah, no there's no way this 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 podcast shouldn't have gone on as long as it did and neither should over the edge 99. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, let, let's uh, before we end, let, let's do this um, to to ensure that we go to heaven. Um, you can go on Pro Wrestling Tees and buy uh, two new Owen Hart shirts. I think Mike, you got one, right? I did. Yeah, all the proceeds go to the foundation. Yeah, all the proceeds go to the foundation. Also, you could go uh, to uh, Collar and Elbow. Uh, yes, .com. And buy Shad Gaspard's yeah. shirt. Yeah, they they have a T-shirt for uh, Shad Gaspar. So yeah. Um, lastly, I, I will say um, Larry Zonka, 
great uh, wrestling reviewer. I read his stuff for years on 411 Mania. He has a GoFundMe uh, for his daughters. He passed away on Monday. Yeah. Also, 90,000 Americans died to COVID. Um, yeah. So, you know, what a world. <laughs> All right. Well, let's plug our new Twitter. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> But we do. We we will. Uh, we have a new Twitter. It's uh, at Total F and Mark. So if you guys have any questions uh, for us or whatever, thank you everybody who joined the Patreon this week. So this week's uh, this Monday's episode, which we're recording on Sunday, uh, two man booth. That's right, folks. We are going to be watching the worst rated Meltzer star matches in history. When I looked into this, I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to find all these matches. They're all on fucking YouTube. We're going to watch every single one of them. These are the matches that we're going to watch. We're going to watch the main event of Triple Mania in 2015. That's the one that Cycle Clown was a part of. That is the lowest rated match of all time. Then Heroes of Wrestling, which I thought was going to be the Jake the Snake match. It's not. It's the Bushwhackers. I it is. Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. And apparently it's unwatchable. Then we also have Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior, or Warrior, Warrior, at Halloween Havoc. And Which I've never Roddy seen. I've never seen. I've, I've never, never seen, seen, I don't think, any of these matches. And Roddy Piper versus Mr. T in a boxing match from WrestleMania 2. I love it. That's what we're watching for you, the fans. We're also going to have a palate cleanser. We're going to watch uh, the Canadian Stampede main event, which me and Scott have not seen. So we're excited to watch it. Yeah, we, yeah. we have never seen it. We were yeah, trying we to think just, of reactions that we haven't you, seen. When you watch it, listen to the crowd. It is the most, it's the loudest pops I've ever heard in my life on that show. Oh, it's I can't wait. the most over I've ever seen people. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. Zach, you got any news? Uh, yeah, wash your hands. But uh, more importantly, the, right after that, definitely go follow us on Twitter. The account is total at total F and marks total F and F N marks uh, on Twitter. And yeah, follow us there. Join yeah. We're going to be uh, live tweeting. Um, yes. Double it's or nothing. Dan, it's yes, live tweeting double or nothing. That's what I got. Okay, Dan, you're supposed to say bye now. <laughs> no, I just want to see how long we can sit in silence. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs>